Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you, and I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Do you really believe in the power of prayer? I mean, if we all did, wouldn't we have people praying for us for whatever it is we need, whether it's more money or more time or our health concerns or our family, our children, or for whatever the reason, wouldn't we really want people praying for us? Well, we do. I know that most of you know that recently my husband was diagnosed with cancer, and I can't tell you how many people have sent him notes and cards and letters and flowers and goodies and emails and Facebook messages. I mean, just all over the place. Most of them are to say, we're praying for you, bud. But a lot of them are also asking for prayer because they have found himself in a similar circumstance, or they have found a loved one who's in a very similar circumstance. It may be prostate cancer, it may be lung cancer, it may be any other kind of cancer, or it may not even be cancer. When uh, our, you know, thoughts go back to maybe our Sunday school days. And when I was a little girl, I believed that anything could happen when you prayed for it. And in a way, that's true, except it says, ask what you want. And when you ask, it shall be given to you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Of course, it has to align with God's will. I remember Bud was telling me, this is one of the funniest stories, when he was a little boy, he was coming back from Sunday school, and it was just on a particular day when they had really been praying to invite Jesus to be in their hearts, and he really believed it. I mean, he really believed, and he had his own little new Bible they gave him, and on the way back as he was walking the two or three blocks to his house, it started to rain. And he said, I remember one of the first things that I really thought was going to happen. I put my Bible over my head and I thought that it wouldn't rain on me because I was protected by God's word, the Bible. And I thought that is so cute to see a little child that believes that. And I said, well, did it happen? He said, I think it did. When I got home, I was barely wet. Well, we don't know if it really rained hard or if it sprinkled or perhaps God did protect him. But I do know that the prayers of many, according to God's word, the prayers of many, and it has to be the believers, availeth much. That means you can make yourself avail of or available or I guess you just have to trust that when you have people who are really believers, really prayer warriors, and they're praying for you, how can you not win? And Bud always says, you know, now that I know where I'm headed for and I'm going to heaven when I die, if I just go a little bit early, that's going to be an extra blessing. Of course, he says, I don't want to go now, Lord. Don't get me wrong. I got a lot of living to do. But I think we all, the older we get, feel like 
you know, I'm ready. Whenever God calls me, I'm ready to get out of this old crazy world with all of the wars and the rumors of wars and, you know, all of the physical and the devastating things that have happened, not only in Turkey and Syria with the earthquakes, but the floods and the tornadoes. And I mean, we could look around and this old world has just been getting worse and worse and worse and worse until one day. I don't think any of us are going to want to be here. But I do know one thing for sure while we're here. How can we use every opportunity, good, bad, or ugly, to make a difference for God? We are keeping a journal of the different people that have come into our life asking for prayer or that have prayed for us, not in spite of cancer, but because of cancer. You know, cancer has such a scary word. It's like, ooh, ghosts, goblins, cancer. No, it's not the same at all. And when we go to the oncology department, which I haven't been to since 1985 when I used to take my mom in for her breast cancer treatments. And as she was taking chemotherapy after the radiation and had already had two lump, I guess, maybe, yeah, two surgeries. Um, one of the things that I remember there was that anybody who sees somebody who has been healed of whatever it is, they trust them. It's like, God healed you? Okay, will you pray for me? What if you didn't know if God healed you or not? Do you still want the prayers that God says we're to pray for one another? Yes. We love that people that we didn't even think were believers, and maybe they're not, are still saying that they're praying, and that's just fine. I believe that God hears all prayers from those who are in regular Sunday school and church every Sunday, to those who stay home and maybe watch on TV, to those who have never been in a church in their whole life. Did God ever go into a church when he came as Christ, the Son of God? Did Jesus go into churches? Well, we know he went into synagogues and temples, but the New Testament believers, actually his own disciples, had church, so to speak, in homes. They actually went from place to place in the homes of people, and that's where they would hold church and pray for one another and worship together and study together. And I love that thought. We have small groups at our church where you get to know the people personally because our church has, I don't know how many, 1,200, 1,600 members right now. There's no way you could know everybody. But do you have to know someone to pray for them? No, I have a lot of friends that send around little prayer requests on Facebook, especially. We've had little two and three year old children that have cancer, and you wonder how on earth can a little child like that have cancer? And you know who the non believers first blame? Well, if God really didn't want his children to have cancer, he could heal them. He could. Who's praying for them? What if God just wanted to change us? What if he wanted to make us stronger in our faith or to bring non-believers to him? Those that maybe have never prayed and say, okay, God, I don't know how to pray, but if you're listening to me, here's what I would like to ask you for. And God hears those prayers. 
The first and most important prayer that is prayed is that of a little child on that first day when they talk to Jesus and they sing, Jesus loves me, this I know. And when they do that, God is listening. I didn't always believe that. I'm like many of you. I was not only a skeptic, I called myself either agnostic or I maybe even thought that I was a, you know, completely non-believing atheist. I don't know where I stood, but I know that when I started praying and believed that God heard me, things begin to change. I'm not saying miracles happened all around me. Most of all, I began to change. I became more loving, more faithful. I had better relationships. My family, my friends, we all became more and more diligent in our prayers for one another. We have a prayer list right now that's over 500 right here in our own family, in our own home. But we highlight and pick out certain ones to really focus on, but we pray for all of them every day. There is a scripture in Matthew 7, 7 that says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. And who are you going to? John 14, 6 says, I am the way, Jesus said. I am the truth, and I am the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Father, God, no man comes but through Christ. Are you saying I have to come to Jesus? Have you tried? Have you ever tried to accept him and see what happens? That's what I invite you today to. I really believe that now that I have come to know and I've seen too much to turn back now. I've gone too far for you to say, well, I think you're wrong. Well, I know I'm right in what I believe. Maybe it's wrong for you, but I believe it's right because if it's scriptural and if God said it, I have to believe it's right. What have you got to lose? Have you got some disease to lose? Have you got some anger to lose? Have you got some frustration to lose, depression, physical problems, cancer? Do we only come to God when we're hurting and want him to take something away? Or do we come like Janis Joplin did? Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive horses. I must never mind. (gasps) You know what I'm talking about. I know you do. So why not join me today? God, thank you for the one that is listening right now, the one that maybe doesn't know for sure that you're there, the one that would really like that blessed assurance that you really are God, that you really did so love the world you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, the one who needs a miraculous touch, the one who wants to know that others are praying for them, and especially the one who wants to feel fulfilled and to reach out and have friends and family praying with them and for them and to find joy like they've never had it before, not happiness and highs like we used to have, but deep-seated joy, unspeakable, so magnificent, you can't even tell somebody what it's like. That's what I pray for my friend listening right now. And God, I urge that they would private message me or go on my website or however they want to if they would like to be on our prayer list, and we will put them on there immediately. Most of all, reach out to you 
because I can be an intercessor, but you, God, are the one who hears and answers prayer. And thank you for doing that. You are my God. And I'd love to introduce you to the one that doesn't know you today. I think they're listening right now. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you, my friends. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.